Welcome to Deep Broadway, where you get the luxury of listening to your favorites on Broadway wherever you are. With Eli and Ashley. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Z Broadway and check out our site at zbroadway.com for updates and new episodes. Now please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the episode. Today we are joined um, with uh, Chelsea Turbin. Uh, Yana, uh, can you, sorry, can you pronounce your middle name for me? Janae. Janae uh, Jackson and uh, Tiffany Renee Thompson. Uh, Chelsea and Yana cover human Audrey and Tiffany covers plant Audrey, aka Audrey too. Um, why don't we start, let's just go around the room, uh, kind of introduce yourselves and say uh, how you got uh, to where you are in the professional world. Um, who wants to start? Just shout it out. <laughs> what a journey. Um, I'll start. I um, <laughs> The professional world, I was super fortunate. Um, there was a, I'm from Daytona Beach, Florida, tech, Ormond technically, but Daytona Beach area. And there was a um, an equity theater called Seaside Music Theater in my hometown. So I started performing professionally when I was 13. Um, and I got to perform there for like their summer seasons and their winter seasons through high school. Um, and then went to school. And then as soon as I graduated from school, I um, went on tour with uh, American Idiot, the Green Day musical. And uh, when that was done, I moved to the city. And fast forward six, seven years, here I am working here. Yana, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, So I started, I don't know what happened to my lights. Um, I started doing theater uh, my senior year of high school. I went to a performing arts high school and I was on costume crew for the majority of my time until I got into my senior musical. And I auditioned for a couple of colleges. And I kind of use that as like, if I got into a college, then I was going to keep pursuing theater um, because I didn't feel like I had enough experience. But um, when I got into the college that I got into, I just practiced and practiced and graduated in 2020, auditioned for Little Shop, and here I am. It's, it's a quick, quick turnaround for me. <laughs> but yeah. Um. I started theater in high school, freshman year. Um, my first show was Sweeney Todd. I'll never forget awesome. that. Thank you, Sondheim. Um, But I have been doing music all of my life. Um, I was music program middle school. I like was raised singing. My dad was a singer. So it's just kind of been in my family. Um, but yeah, I did Sweeney Todd and kind of fell in love with theater. Um, decided my right in the middle of senior year that I didn't want to be a poli-sci major in college and decided to <laughs> um, pursue theater um, and was a musical theater major in college um, and graduated kind of and <laughs> did, a, <laughs> did a couple shows um, outside of school and I feel like saying like working professionally is such a like I'm like uh I mean, I got paid to do it outside of college, but I feel like my first, I tell people my first credit um, is Little Shop. Um, yeah, and that happened in last November. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so 
I guess now that we're on the topic of Little Shop, which is kind of, you know, what brings all of us together, um, I want to talk what your guys' audition processes were like. I know you guys probably have very different ones. Chelsea, we started with the show way back when it, you know, was first opening in like 2019. And then Yana and Tiffany, I believe you guys both got cast um, last year, you know, with the with Broadway coming back. So can you guys just kind of talk about your process of auditioning? Um, I guess Chelsea, you can go first. <laughs> way, way back in the before times. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so Michael Mayer, who's our uh, director, I was super fortunate. I've worked with him uh, a few times uh, before. And so this was a, this was something where I was called into audition. Um, and I think the turnaround was gonna be pretty fast cause it was just like a, hey, are you around? Okay, come in next week, like real <laughs> fast. Um, and I was super happy, like uh, <laughs> Michael wasn't available, but, um, Austin, who was our associate director, was in my audition. Um, so that was great because um, I was already familiar with him and comfortable with him. So it felt like a nice, you know, like auditions aren't always <laughs> very welcoming environments, but it was, mm. this was a nice one. Um, so for mine, mine was just um, a singing acting audition. So I did that. And honestly, I, I, I felt so in my head, I thought that there was like no way that I had given the performance I wanted to give. So I was just like, well, whatever, didn't book that, just did, did not think I was gonna get it at all. But I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was just, it was just the one audition for me and, um, and no choreography. So I didn't get to meet Eleanor until, until day one. But I believe, I think Jan and Tiffany, you guys had choreo with your audition. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> as the urchins um so my audition process was a pretty quick turnaround too um i did a self-tape um in my room in florida and didn't hear back for like two weeks so i was like oh it's it's over you know fine on to the next one filmed a couple more self-tapes after that and then i got an email that they were doing in-person callbacks and I was in Florida so I bought a ticket the next day and was gone the day after that and went to New York um, my suitcase was lost at the airport so had to yeah it was crazy I had no makeup I had no no clothes so I, I went over to my friend's house then went straight to my audition and uh yeah I did um, two songs and a scene, and then I did the dance call. And then I think the next day, while I was on the train to another audition, I got a call and got off before my transfer to call my agent back and heard that I got I got a model shop. So yeah. I'm great. I'm still waiting for my call. I have an audition, but I'm still oh, waiting yeah. on mine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It never <laughs> <laughs> um, my turnaround uh i feel like we all had short turnarounds because yes <laughs> these times. um yeah um so mine was an initial self-tape which is ironic because i had submitted for a, for a little shop so much and <laughs> i never gotten an audition before um but i feel like it was all timing 
Um, mm. Because also I feel like the girls who have been initially there um, were supposed to be there for a reason um, because all of their careers have blossomed into something beautiful. And maybe that may not have happened had they not gone on this journey. So I think everything happens for a reason. Um, but so I got an audition to do a self-tape, did the self-tape um, and was really kind of not happy about it because I feel like self-tapes versus in person are like day and night. Mm -hmm. um, and got an email saying that I had a callback and it was four of us at the audition and I ended up knowing three out of four of the girls, which was cool. Um, saying in front of Will and Austin and Eleanor and Jeff, um, the two songs I did the scene that we, our first scene with Audrey and uh, what did I sing? Meek, we sang Meek. <laughs> they had us sing Crystal's line as our audition. Um, and I actually, I didn't say, I don't want to say I cheated, but I learned early. So on the Instagram, the choreography for the opening number is there. So something was like, learn this. So I, I stayed up because Eleanor was literally like teaching it on Instagram. So I was like, I'm going to learn this just in case. Um, and sure enough, that's what they were doing at the audition. So um did that and then got an email well I got a call from my agent while I was at work that um, I booked it and then started and went on two weeks after that <laughs> that's when you're at work Literally and you two the call. I'm <laughs> out I'm out of here <laughs> 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 well, I think like just shows you know you got to be prepared with you watching the choreography video um, I, I kind of forgot the cardinal rule in auditions where if you get a scene to learn and it happens like right before the song, they're pretty much going to have you go right from the scene into the song. And I kind of forgot that, like we didn't talk about it before. So I was holding the sides for the scene and then the song just started. And so I kind of like had to slowly walk over to the piano as I was singing and put the sheet music down and then walk back over. Uh, I, there's, there's no way. There's no way. So skipping to um, post you guys getting cast, um, what do you, uh, when you guys go on, what do you do to mentally prepare yourselves for um for doing a show uh we can let's go in reverse order so tiffany um i feel like in my case um it's typically either for a while it was hey yana can we go over this choreography because <laughs> um along with yana being an urchin and uh, urchins and also offstage vocals and uh audrey she's also our dance captain um which she does an amazing job at mm -hmm. um so sometimes it's me going, hey, Yana, can we go over this choreography or like trying to remember which physical urchin I am. Um, but honestly, sometimes it's just having fun in the dressing room because y'all too know that like the dressing room is a fun place and the environment is what really helps me <laughs> after the show because, you know, they're the ladies are fun time. So I feel like that is it for the most part is bothering Yana and then <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, we just like play gospel music and have a good time, stomp oh, around, you know. But as like an urchin, I feel like I have a different brain for everything, every character that I have to play. But as an urchin, I just usually hope that I get my wig prep done in time. <laughs> and I'll like play some of the tracks just to refresh and get my mind out of maybe someone I played the day before or because I sing for offstage vocals I, I sing crystal every day so if I'm chiffon then I gotta get out of the crystal brain you know so I'll just play my plunk tracks some certain songs just to make sure that I got it and um as Audrey She's like a, she's a princess track, but she's, she's, my heart is in Audrey. So um, I just like make sure I get a moment to myself and um, picture, picture the audience full of black women. And that just inspires me to do whatever I can to inspire the people that could be in the audience. And yeah, just make it meaningful for myself and that makes me have a lot of fun so yeah definitely I, I wanted to I was like I wish I could have seen all of you guys because when I saw the show um every pretty much everyone was in except for um Jeremy Jordan because he was out and so I saw Evan that day so I did get to hear your guys voices um technically Jan and Chelsea but I have yet to see you guys on the stage still. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. No, like running out onto the stage for the curtain call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as prep goes, and I feel like this is the same for for Yana and Tiffany. You know, like nine point five times out of ten, we find out day of, and like sometimes even hours before. Sometimes um, minutes. Sometimes minutes before. <laughs> yeah, I think the closest for me has been a little over a half hour before our half hour. So it was just one of those like, all right, here we go. Yeah, definitely. Like with Audrey, you need to take, you need to take a lot of time, at least to yourself during the day to kind of center yourself. Um, and for me, at least I can't, I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. So I have to do my makeup like mostly before I get to the dressing room. Otherwise, like I will just talk. Cause I'm like so excited. I will just talk and not pay attention to anything I'm doing. Um, yeah. I'm also super lucky. Cause we have like a fantastic, fantastic crew. I mean, like our, our dressers, our um, resident hair and wig and makeup person, Doug, like he's, he's so sweet. He spoils me. Like he'll do my wig prep for me. Cause I'm God awful at that too. So it's, just, it's definitely like, it's uh, yeah. Like when, when you're talking about getting to the dressing room that day, that's part of it too. Like definitely getting to be around everybody is what like really gets you in the mood and gets you ready to do the show yeah of course I mean it's not it just feel like from what I've seen online it just looks like it's such a fun place to be and do you guys feel like you know you're just really as a cast you guys are kind of a family because I know a lot of you guys are always you know posting about each other if someone goes on it all so supportive <laughs> um and it's just really cool to see so like do because I think you guys watch movies sometimes in between shows <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have any activities that you uh, like to do as a cast when jeremy was with us uh jeremy is a fan of escape rooms and so we <laughs> did, we did an escape room one day as a group and then there well there was a second day where 
everybody like mostly ended up not being able to do it except for like just me and Avina who plays Crystal and Jeremy. So the three of us went and did an escape room. <laughs> that was a fun. Yeah, I know escape rooms are very fun. They kind of freak me out a little bit, but they're <laughs> they, they're fun if you're like with people that you can trust and like have just a lot of fun. Um, and then also, were you guys fans of Little Shop before you were cast in the show? Yes. I, I didn't know anything about it. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I wouldn't know a thing. I, I never heard about it, really. I'd never seen the movie, so. But I, I'm a fan now. <laughs> Do you guys have any stories about, you know, watching it for the first time um, for Tiffany and Chelsea? Um, mine was, so I, Little Shop was one of the last shows I saw actually before the pandemic hit. Um, and it was at a time where I really, if I'm being very frankly honest, was kind of upset in the direction that a lot of theater was going in. And um, I had done Little Shop in the past at a regional theater. And so I, Little Shop has a special place in my heart. I, I had always said that if there was a show that I could do for the rest of my life, it would be Little Shop. Cause I just, I said like, I think it's really fun. And so I got to see it and I messaged Ari, who was the original Ronette and told her, I was like, hey, I saw the show and I think you all are amazing. And you really inspired me to like continue auditioning um, and to keep going. Cause you know, um, Little Shop is special in the sense that like you, you get to see these three amazing black women who are, different shapes and sizes and personalities. And specifically with this production, I feel like they are allowed to be so much of themselves on that stage, um, which is really um, hard to find in a working environment, uh, I feel like. And so for me, watching it, ooh, we lost Jan. <laughs> watching it um, <laughs> was really inspiring and so, um, when I was actually cast in it, it felt like a complete, you know, full circle moment. Um, and they all know, I say that Little Shop is my happy, happy place. And it's, I don't know if I ever actually shared my full backstory, but yeah, I've been a huge fan of the show um, for the longest. So yeah, to actually be able to work here has been mm -hmm. really meaningful and has meant a lot to me. So yeah. Yeah, oh, Chelsea, do you have any stories or anything else you want to say just about the show and all that? <laughs> oh, just about just about the show in general. I mean, honestly, like just to kind of echo what Tiffany says, like it is it is such a ridiculously special group, and like what has been so special about it is because we met. So there's Yana. Hey, hi, Yana. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> hey guys, sorry. Saying how much we all love each other and just like because it has getting to getting to have a group that is so tight knit as we are and you know when people do get you know amazing projects and unfortunately have to leave us there's always that feeling about like new people that come in but that's never really been a concern with Little Shop because you know when we when we got Yana and when we got Tiffany like it just kind of made us better in a way. It's it's just been such a a really great group, and I feel like this show specifically, it just it has so much heart, and it attracts people, and 
you know, like say what you will about, about casting really doing their job well, but I just feel like the type of people that are attracted to this project and who do get to work on it, um, they're just very caring, wonderful, funny, 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 weird, <laughs> weird, like-minded people. <laughs> and it's, it's just a really great, if I have to share a basement with anybody, I'm, I'm very glad it's these people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am awaiting my second round of seeing it. My my mom is dying to see it. I'm like, why don't we just get tickets? But I'm lottery every day. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. My uh my first lottery story is a is a lot. That's a uh, <laughs> it's a story for after recording. Um, so transitioning to after um sorry BC before COVID. Um, where uh whether you are in the show or not where were you guys um when the shutdown happened did you think it would go longer than two weeks did you think you would return right then and there um what was your uh story with that um yana you haven't started i don't think so um i'm trying to think i think i was in school i was about to take an exam and um they uh canceled it and told all of us to go home. So I was, I was living my best life. Okay, but after the two weeks and the months and the and the years, and right. it, I wasn't living my best life. But um, yeah, I I thought it was gonna probably go to the end, maybe like a month, and I I was gonna get to showcase and everything, but mm-hmm. that didn't happen. I showcased on Zoom, so yeah. It, I didn't know what to expect. So, yeah. For me, I, we were rehearsing because um, we were about to put Jeremy in the show. Oh, um, so we were having, I can't remember if it was his last rehearsal or maybe like his second to last, but it was, it was like down to it. And we had, it was a little bit of a tumultuous day the day before it was a Wednesday. And that was when we got word that um, an usher had tested positive who worked at Moulin Rouge. And like the way that works is the ushers will frequently work at more than one show during the week. So like we knew that it was already like permeating the Broadway community. Like it was here. We didn't know what was going to happen. So we had finished our first act and we broke for intermission. And when we were going to come back, um, our director, Michael, was on his phone and just went, oh, okay, we're shut down. Uh, the Broadway League uh, said we're shut down, so we'll see everybody in a month. And that is what we thought. Thought we'd be back in a month. <laughs> oh. um, for me, I was working as a stage door person for a Schubert organization. Um, so I was the last how, um, so when Broadway shut down, uh we were not shut down like our jobs we still were working um for a bit um maybe like a week or so after it was shut down because some shows um were loading out um so i was working at the schubert theater where to kill mockingbird was that was my last shift um and then they emailed us and said oh um we might try to do scattered shifts, like maybe one or two here or there. And then that turned into never hearing back. 
Oh, um, and I found out like on how did I found out like through an article that um essentially we were on um like you know leave and not an article yeah no I found out through an article oh my god um, and then yeah a year later I started getting phone calls again from my boss <laughs> being like hey I'm gonna start work <laughs> Um, yeah and oh and I was also working as an office manager for Araka group which is a um they sell merch and they also produce some shows and they were pretty like much like when Broadway shut down they're like thank you grab your stuff and don't come back (laughs) like they they were done so yeah yeah it was such an interesting time I know I was at um school kind of like Yana but I'm in high school um (laughs) so it was just kind of a really odd time um, and so next I have a question quickly um, for Yana. I just wanted to know, like, what was your uh, reaction to knowing that you would be the first Black Audrey in a production of Little Shop of Horrors in New York City? Because I know uh, once I heard the news, I was like, oh, there she's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that, that, that excited. <laughs> that excited. Yeah. Well, then I'll ask um, the question we have for Tiffany. Um, or I don't know. This is so odd. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What oh, is going on? <laughs> okay, then I will keep going. Um, so no, I was very excited. Um, and when, when you found out, were you just kind of, um, you know, did you put any pressure on yourself, or did you just kind of relax and know, like, I can do this job, like, you know, and just kind of enjoy the process of getting to go on. Um, I, I wish it was the second one, but I, I put a lot of pressure on myself um, when I started this. I just didn't see myself represented much in this role. So I, during the rehearsal process, I, I didn't have as much fun as I could have. And once I realized that I wasn't having fun, knowing that this is like a dream of mine to be a lead and to take on roles that aren't traditionally done by people like me. Um, My brain switched and I told myself, just have fun. Just don't overthink anything. And I think I I really started to enjoy playing this role in rehearsals. And usually when I debut as like a, a character, I'm like really nervous, but I just, because I told myself to just have fun and took a lot of the pressure off of myself. I wasn't nervous when I debuted as Audrey. I just, I felt right. And I felt an enormous amount of responsibility and pride in myself for getting to do it and getting myself, convincing myself to get that far and to just go for it. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I think yeah. I, when I saw that you're going on um, as like an Asian American performer who doesn't see myself in those roles either, I was like, oh, a person of color is going on for this role that, you know, I probably would never see myself in before. I'm, uh, you know, we may not be the same ethnicity, but I think on that kind of level of just yeah. the understanding of, you know, this character, it was just really powerful. And then to have Droy go on as well, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like the coolest. Um, and then I just 
became obsessed. I was like, oh my gosh, they're both so beautiful. And Chelsea is also so beautiful as Audrey. And um, I was just so happy that, you know, this production is taking so many steps to, you know, inclusivity and diversity. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really great show. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think Eli has a question um, for Chelsea. I do. Um, yeah, I, I saw you as Audrey and met you at the seashore. Um, so fun to do that. Um, so uh, what was your um, experience? How did it feel to uh, reopen the show um, and return as a returning cast member um, and then make your re-debut um, as Audrey? Was it as easy as you thought or was it as easy or hard as you thought it would be? Um, or yeah, what was that experience like? It was wonderful coming back. I mean, you know, I think I could speak for anybody in the theater industry, like getting to come back was something that like for a while, we weren't even sure that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, we definitely were positive about it. And we held out hope. So it was wonderful that it turned out like this, but it didn't for everybody. And so like just getting to come back full stop was wonderful. And especially like with this specific group of people, it's I, I was very, very happy, honestly, to get to have a second round of rehearsing with everybody just because it was so mm -hmm. much fun the first time around. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like I specifically, I'm in a unique position where I really uh, didn't do too much during the re rehearsal. So I kind of just got to like sit there and watch everybody rework through things and find new moments. Um, you know, especially performers like Christian, who is the world's largest bag of tricks. Um, so it was it was super fun getting to come back and, and re-rehearse with everybody. Um, as far as performing the role, I did kind of find, um, you know, I thought coming back that it might be something uh, that I either had lost touch with or or like would go up on, but it ended up feeling almost a little more settled when I came back. I think I think just like kind of the new perspective on like life in general and being a person after that, after that weird two-year blip, um, maybe, maybe kind of just helped bring some new things to it. But yeah, it was it was really, really nice getting to come back. So then just a quick follow-up, did anything change uh, due to COVID or not just life backstage or? Um, oh, you know? yes, a lot backstage, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. And Tiffany also is a, a COVID safety officer, um, not for our production, but so she she knows a lot more on this subject. Um, but as far as, I mean, backstage, we, <laughs> we have a very small, backstage area. Um, it, our, our hallway between our dressing rooms is essentially, we've got just like a little kitchenette and that's also where the laundry happens and it's also where the costumes are stored. And so we're always on top of each other. So that instantly became something where it's kind of like, you know, masks at all times backstage, no more sharing <laughs> snacks. Cause we really loved to bring in, we have a lot of bakers in the cast who bring in bread. So no more of that uh, when we first came back and um, yeah, as far as in the show, I'm not sure that too much changed aside from everything just needing to be disinfected, especially the puppets <laughs> yeah. needing to disinfect those. Yeah, I remember Evan um, said he couldn't use the one with the arm until he actually went on. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, I wow, that's insane. 
and like maybe I think different things I'm not sure did did like different things happen with the with the cheek spreaders that sorry that is what we call uh the <laughs> uh dentist uh things mouth guard yeah yeah like that I think we throw them out now so yeah. different yes yeah, it's smart. <laughs> um, and then I had a quick question um, for Tiffany, because I know, I think you posted about like a few weeks ago or something that, you know, a little shop for you is just a place where you feel really safe and you deem like this workplace as just very comfortable because you're surrounded by, you know, like-minded people, people, um, you know, who are probably um, like yourself in different ways. Um, and just can you talk about why it's so special for you? And just how the show is different from um, other ones that you've done? Um, well, for one, I noticed that my level of comfortability, um, it, I, I felt really comfortable around everyone, I want to say almost immediately. Because um, typically um, when I join shows, one, I am usually one, if not one out of three black people, let alone person of color. I'm usually one of um, the only um, people who would be on like the spectrum of being plus sized. Um, and typically one of the only people that has like hair that's close to 4C, just like, <laughs> I'm usually the one of, um, and then to come into a space where one, I am not one of, and two, um, our differences are celebrated, um, has been really um, empowering, um, and it made me feel safe. And also um, the biggest thing for me was on my first, it was like my first or second day, um, and Yana will tell you, cause Yana was with me for, I think the whole time I started, um, I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself to like get things immediately. And both Will and Jeff, our music director and our associate choreographer both said, um, it's your first day. You don't have to be perfect. Um, and Will said, you don't ever have to be perfect. Um, and so hearing that come from the top lets me know how everything trickles down. Um, because it's important to understand, to know that the leadership in your company um, has that level of grace for you. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's just a very pleasant, um, kind place that the other day I thought of the word and I was like, the word is kind. Like I was trying to figure out what it is. It's kind. And I feel like it's not necessarily a word that is used a lot of time when it comes to theater <laughs> about mm -hmm. places, but the word kind um, I was thinking about it last night when I made my debut. Um, I was like, wow, it's just kindness that's there and kindness that's shown even in moments where we might not necessarily be having a good day. Um, there's always someone in the room, someone in the hallway that's gonna encourage you or say something kind or, hey, are you okay? So it's, it's yeah, the place just feels really safe. Um, and it's, I feel like we all go on and it's, I feel like there's not, enough words to really describe the environment unless you're actually there. Yeah, I know for me, you know, getting to hear that you're in a place where it's just full of love and, um, you know, kindness. For As a performer myself, you know, 
I am not ridiculously experienced yet. You know, I'm trying to get there. But, you know, the certain shows or places that I've been in, I haven't quite had that same experience yet. So, you know, just hearing after your experience, I'm just like trying to kind of chase that feeling and hopefully, you know, what happened for me someday <laughs> where I just feel like, you know, I'm in a place where people look like me, people are like me. Um, and, you know, just kind of inspiring to hear and just makes me really hopeful for the future. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, I have a question that uh, goes to everybody. Um, what are rehearsals like once you're already doing the show? Because, I mean, you kept mes- uh, mentioning that you're doing rehearsals, but you're doing eight shows a week. Um, so what do those rehearsals look like if you already know the show? I feel like Yana should take this. Like, I feel like this is no, the question. I, I used to once oh upon a time. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard question to answer because, I mean, for us, it would be like a, a quick run through and it would be like, what character do you, character do you want to play today? You know, like, <laughs> it'd be like that. But um, for me, like with dance captaining, since we, we keep, getting new um covers um every month it's it feels like it's been every month um and that that rehearsal process has been teaching them the show and then sometimes having an urchin in to make sure that the new urchin cover has three people with them so they know where to stand and it just makes the process a lot easier for someone coming in because I didn't have that um, when I started and Tati or other, well, she's now taken over Ronette. She was a vacation cover before, but um, when we were both rehearsing, we didn't have three people with us. So it was very hard to learn the show, do the show um, in the rehearsal process. Just you, right? Just just doing all three parts, like whichever. Um, Yeah. Yeah. we learned we learned one part at a time instead of like mm. since then we've we've changed the entire process to make it easier <laughs> for everyone it's it's all we're all guinea pigs we're all figuring it out um but <laughs> on a walk. yeah we um <laughs> we both me and Tati we learned playing one character and we would just like okay it's your turn you can do it okay you can stand <laughs> in place like it was it was crazy but um yeah now now we have a new um we have replacement rehearsals so it's it really depends Mm -hmm. but for us on this call um it would just be who do you want to be today okay Mm -hmm. let's just do rank and go home i'm called or i'm not Not go home go to do the show after (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's insane that you guys can just you know rehearse and then have to do the show afterwards because i'm sure it's like very draining but you guys could just all you know, superheroes pretty much um, in the performing world. Um, on that night, like if you get to have a nice little warm up rehearsal first, it's not, it's not always. Yeah, that's that's, that's the perk, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, to wrap it up, what advice do you guys each have for aspiring performers like me and Eli and just anyone else who you know wants to do what you guys are doing every day? Oh man, great. <laughs> Keep, keep loving it I know it sounds corny but like really like keep loving it because 
and I know everybody will say, oh, yeah, if there's anything else you want to do in the world, do that. But really, I mean, like the fact that we are in something that is at times so emotionally and physically taxing, you really do have to love what you're doing every day and, and commit to it. Um, I think I would say, um, for, for even someone like you that said, um, you, Ashley, that said, I don't have that much experience and you guys inspire me. I pretty much tell myself that every day because I started my senior year from doing costumes all the time. And then suddenly I'm a performer. Um, just believe in yourself because no matter what experience you have, you have something worth watching and you believe that and other people will believe that too. And um, just, yeah, believe in yourself. Um, I would say two things. Um, one, <clears throat> and this is something that I have to tell myself all the time, um, especially uh, working and being like one of the older people there um, is that everyone's journey is different. Um, and it's important to focus on your journey and not anyone else's because what is for me is for me. What's for Chelsea is for Chelsea. What's for Yana is for Yana. And we all have our own journeys. And it's important to honor that and honor yourself mm -hmm. because you will find that the more you look at other people's journeys, you can't even enjoy the one you're in. Mm -hmm. So during the search, it might take you four mm -hmm. years what it's taken someone for months to do oh yeah you don't know why that is you know there's always just like how I said I didn't get little shop when I first started because that was for that was for joy Ari and Salome you know that was for their journey mine happened this time um and the second thing I would say is to be yourself um because mm -hmm. that seems to be something that in the industry we're finally getting um is to bring yourself don't try to be the next this or the next that, be the next mm -hmm. one and that's it. Because people wanna see, they wanna see something new. They wanna be able to see someone that looks like them, someone that uh, makes them feel inspired. And if you're being like someone else, they're not gonna see that. So yeah, be mm -hmm. yourself and bring yourself to every situation you um, are in. Definitely, you have something mm -hmm. to share, not something to prove. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you guys so much just for being here um i know eli and i appreciate it so much i've had so much fun today mm -hmm. um thank you to everyone who will be listening to this podcast um thank you for joining us on z podway we hope to see you in the next episode so thank you thank you thank you guys thank you, thank you.